Hey everybody, this is the Carl Weathers Predator Weather Report featuring the Action Jackson AccuPredator Doppler Weather Radar Forecast and Cardi B. Lando Calrissian. Hey everybody, I disappear and reappear at will. Get out of here. Now, well, well, he did it. I'm over here now. What? Hey. Hey, what, 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 what are you doing? I'm over here. You truly belong here in the ether, among the clouds, like me. Get out of here, Lando Calrissian. That guy's crazy. Hey, Cardi B, how was your day? My day was fantastic, phenomenal, wonderful. How about yours? My day was, uh, it was a day and a half. Let me tell you that. How can it be a day and a half? It felt like 36 hours. That's a day and a half long, but that day is only 24. Listen, Cardi B, I'm trying to say it felt like I was working eight days a week. I don't understand. It's only seven days of the week. What are you trying to be, Ringo Starr? Yes. I'd, I'd like to see malapropisms. I don't like it. Anyway. You know, it's, a, it's, exciting. it's an exciting day. It's a knockout of a day. It's a one-two punch kind of a day. It's like a heavy bag, but mostly a speed bag and a jump rope. <laughs> and every boxing analogy there possibly could be. Is this even Is this even on? <laughs> Who's here? Me. All right. Who's out there? Let me just raise my boxing glove up to see if anybody is out there. You know, sometimes as a boxer, I get also get acting jobs. Tell me about it. Sometimes as a singer, I get rapping jobs. Like rapping at a gift store? No, like rapping. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's stuck. That's a catchy song, Cardi B. For me, sometimes I will perform in uh, television commercials and advertise like Wheaties or uh, Adidas, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you get booked in a commercial. Sometimes. Anyway, Bob Saget. Remember America's Funniest Home Videos? I do. That was basically YouTube before YouTube. It was Twitter before Twitter. It was Instagram before Instagrammed or Insta Instant. You know, you got a point there. I do. Clear and sunny. This has been the Carl Weathers Predator Weather Sport featured the Action Jackson Acupunter and a Doppler Rhythm Radar Forecast and Cardi B. Hey everybody, what's up? Miraculously, I've 100% recovered. Because I just took a, another test, and let's hope, and you know, it's going to be negative. It's going to be negative. Let's, come on, baby needs a brand new pair of shoes. Just saying. Guys, I'm excited, because I got booked on a commercial for tomorrow <laughs> I'm uh, very anxious and excited about it um, we'll find out one way or another Danny Glover uh, today we're going to take it easy I'm going to take it easy I might have a big day ahead of me tomorrow I might not we'll see we'll see how it shakes out you know what I mean Ah, uh, my hair, it's, it's very frizzy right now. And I might be in the desert tomorrow. We'll see. I'll tell you, I have not had this much back and forth with uh, my reality in a long time. So, uh, you know, hey, how about it? I don't even know what's going on here. Talent. All right. So I am talent for a commercial tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Uh... I'm just going to hang out here.
Hey, what's up, Will? Yep. Good luck on the metabolic dice roll. <clears throat> I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. He says to himself over and over again. Listen. Let me just say this. You got the touch. Is this will. You got the just saying I was supposed to tell you a story but I forgot what about it was a few shows ago oh was it the matrix how the matrix is it's matrix matrix bring April showers I don't know does that, does that make sense Will hello Will welcome to the show it's is this Will So, Will, let me tell you something real quick. I took a COVID test yesterday. I didn't get the full, the, the, the results yet, but I just they just sent a, a COVID tester to my door like an hour ago, an hour and a half ago, to test me, to see if I test. I've never wanted to fail a test so bad in my life. So we'll see what happens because between me and you, Will, it's a car commercial. <laughs> I won't say anything more. But this car commercial could pay for the car that I just bought. Probably. So anyway. Well, I can't hear you. I see you, though. If you're talking, I can't hear you. <clears throat> well, there's a button <laughs> called unmute. You got to push that one. That's the one you got to push. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk? Hey, Will, uh-huh. were you talking this whole time? <laughs> I, 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 I was providing nonverbal responses. Oh, got you. Got and you. then I did ask a question about the commercial. I, Let me tell you, <clears throat> uh, it's, it's not this. It's not the same brand as I have, though. <laughs> Which is right, funny. Yeah, I was going like, to say, is this a sequel to the last car commercial in the desert? I imagine. Don't tell anybody, Will, but they like to put me in the desert with cars. <laughs> You, you got you got the look of a a fremen man you're a fremen. a fremen yeah maybe i'll put the the thing in my i'll wear a still suit tomorrow and see if that that'll work <laughs> oh man I, i'm i'm worried i i've never been worried oh boy because <laughs> oh, i'm supposed the to be universe is cruel isn't it yeah well i was supposed to be excited about that i was like my agent called me this morning. She's like, remember that commercial that went away a month ago? Well, it came back and it's shooting tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, what? And uh, It's yeah, like so a that, bad dream. Like you yeah. showed up for a quiz, but in this case, you showed up for a commercial, and but you got to take a biological quiz. <laughs> I, I hope I fail. <laughs> you're not ready to take. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, crap. Oh boy, oh yet, boy. Yay. A healthcare provider has sent me a message. Let's see. Uh oh. Uh oh. Log in. Uh-oh. No way that how long ago did where is it at your door that they could Well, I guess you've taken two tests in. So the one uh, you took before and then the one they just walked up and put on you. Yeah. I took one yesterday. I gotta make a whole account now. Hold on a second. Did you get oh, an 87 on your COVID test? I hope I fail it. Hold on a second. Uh, what's my data, bro? Okay. Uh, no, it's not 2021. Here's the moment I'm of truth. still signing checks with that. <laughs> Hold on a second. We've sent you a notification. Okay. I have to go through the process of signing up, but they did send me a thing. Oh, my God. If I get an email from my agent and they're like, you're fired. Oh, this sucks. is like you gotta break out the the trivia night music for this. <laughs> I know. Let's see. 
Like we're waiting on the, the results. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. The date of birth does not match. Oh no, it's not 31st. Jeez. Uh, hold on a second. They sent it pretty quick, so maybe that's Nick. That's not what I want it to be. <clears throat> okay, terms of service. Accept. <laughs> Results. Negative. Negative, ladies and gentlemen. Negative. Yes. Negative. Yes. <laughs> we got a negative. One down, one to go. That is a good start. All right. All right. I'm shooting a commercial tomorrow. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Holy moly. That was my heart was beating out of my chest. <laughs> now, and now you have antibodies built up, too. Yes, I've got the antibodies. Watch out. I can shoot my antibodies out of my eyes at you and cure but you. Be careful of the uncle bodies. <laughs> the uncle bodies and the Grammy bodies. But the antibodies are the worst. Oh, my goodness. Whew. Thank you guys for being here for that. I was uh, nervous. I was scared. But, uh, what was going through your mind, Aristotle? Uh, I thought I was going to lose a job. <laughs> right. Uh, you, um, you, you're not going to go for the full meme? They had us in the first half, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What I was trying to do was score negative. Oh. All right. Let's see. Let me just inform everybody. Uh, negative. All right. Negativo. All right. Cool. I don't have COVID no more. In the game. Anymore. It just went away. <laughs> All right. Whew. Welcome to the show, guys. I'm Timing Uncle Run. Is everything. Timing is everything. I, I, I like to hear that catchy song. Let's play Here it. Here it is. My most likable song ever. Most likable song. Coca-Cola, lipstick ring, go dance all night, dance all night. Kiss me, just kiss me, kiss me, Nefertiti. Lipstick, kiss me, lipstick ring, go, that's the way you like it. This is your most likable song ever? <laughs> yeah. People will love it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right. We did it. Right we on. did it. We did it. Um, you guys Will. start doing the, uh, the Dave Letterman thing. You know when he goes into a bit, he does the and hits his desk. <laughs> yeah, with the pencil. Use I, used that. To, I used to do that. I used to flip my pencil like but... his. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> that could be your, your non, non-verbal cue for anybody who's in voice chat when you're playing the intro so we know when it starts and when it ends. Oh, that's a good idea. I'll just go. Are you like me? Are you like me? Do you like intros? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, Will, now you came along. Yes. You have a story for us all today. No, I don't even remember what that story was. I can tell you a, a COVID story. Tell me a COVID story. <laughs> From the the last 48 hours so my perception of time is completely distorted right now because i can't tell the days apart my sleep cycle's been so jacked up but on friday at work i had to go into a classroom and figure out what was going on since we went to distance learning last year every kid got a a chromebook to take home with them but now that we're back in the buildings we brought all the chromebooks back chromebooks those are those are as useless as a as a TI-87 almost. No, I'm, I'm kidding. They're actually helpful. Um, I, I had a, sorry, I had a Chromebook. A I used to have a Chromebook for my old job. And I, I was like, I'm putting this Chromebook away. <laughs> yes, yeah, so oh, very boy. limited use. But yeah. so when you got 30 in the classroom, they have to be on a charging station for all 30. So when that charging station breaks down, I had to go figure out, all right, I've got 30 charges on here in 30 different Chromebooks. Which ones are working and which ones aren't? And no. it's a tedious process because I literally have to unplug every Chromebook and unplug every charger, test every outlet, every charger, and every Chromebook against each other to figure out what's working and what's not. You so got a problem solve. You got to troubleshoot. Yeah, but it also means you're going to be in a room with, in this case, 15 kids 
Oh, yeah. You don't know from Adam and their teacher. Uh, well, hey, hey, so... hang on a second there, Will. Hey! <laughs> God. Jen the Fierce says, yo, <laughs> yo, Will. Jen. 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 I need to do that. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Jen. Jen the Fierce, of course, provides us with trivia questions. On my birthday, Thursday, my birthday, my actual birthday, I might, I'm probably going to have an earlier show now that I tested negative. Because I might go out and hang out at my friend's backyard, which she invited me. But uh, uh, I might go so, out and, and get all infected. Hey, Jen. <laughs> I might get reinfected on purpose. No, uh, <laughs> um, on Thursday, we're going to have a special trivia night. Scream movie trivia. All the Scream movies. Jen the Fierce <laughs> is coming up with questions for the Scream <laughs> trivia movies. So we're going to watch the trivia. We're going to have fun. Probably around Time for somebody to take their, take their crown back, you mean. Well, we'll see who who gets the screen. I know Ron is a uh, is a big fan of the horror movies and knows a lot about that. But we got to see. There's some other horror fans out there, Ron. You might have to meet your match. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, well, and you know the trophy is right here, ladies and gentlemen. This is the trophy that you'll win and get your name on if you become the champion. And Ron has some fighting words for you. And Let's I've also see. had it like what three times, four times now. You've had Ron is a is a is a champion trivia expert. He is indeed a fierce I'm in the tournament of champions. He's in the tournament of champions. We we'll have to have a champions versus champions uh, playoff at the end of the year. Yes, and Jenny I will fierce, return it, in just a moment. I have to take the garbage to the curb in thirty I degree weather. Oh, that's a uh, uh, game over, man. It's game over. That ain't that bad. I'm going out in shorts. Well, yeah. uh, Jen, it's negative. It came back negative. Now, Will, I want to get it's to your story in, in just a moment, but it turns out it is Studio 8H here in the house. Raccoon Raiders! And now, introducing Studio 8H! <laughs> you get the boot at the end, you get squashed, sorry, at the end of that, but you know, it's all in the name of good fun. Thank you, and welcome, Studio 8H. Now we got Will. Is this Will on the horn? He's telling us about his, uh, you gotta, you gotta, this, this situation. You got a situation going on here. Tell all us right. About it. So, yeah, you're in a room. You've got 15 children, all under the age of seven. Various states of healthiness by the sounds that they're making in the class. That is. <laughs> Various states of masking and unmasking. Wow. Right. It's almost like Die, Die Hard with the Vengeance, where they had to defuse all the bombs. That's like that's oh. the pressure you're feeling like. <laughs> yeah, you got to right, do all so the different problem solving. Yeah. Wow, there's a biological weapon in the form of a child running around the room. And <laughs> yes. in this case, there was one particular kid who did not want to stay in their area. So they were like, oh, he's here working on the Chromebooks. He opened the back door. We're not supposed to open the back door. I'm going to keep going over there to try and see what he's doing. And it's just like, ah, 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 ah. So anyway, long story short, I figured it out. Like, a third of the Chromebooks are dead because the oh. car was bad. Uh, I get out of there. So, that was Friday. I, I talked to the people in the building. I let them know what's going on. And I was like, I'll be back on Monday with some more Chromebooks to replace the ones that aren't working. So I come back Monday. Uh, pockets full of them. And, Chromebooks galore. And so I'm talking to the person who distributes them, like one staff member who I worked with in the past. So I talked to her. And I'm like, so I brought the Chromebooks and uh, I was trying to figure out why like, we need some touch screens like we have touch screens for yeah. the itty bitty kids the preschoolers and yeah the kids they I need to touch the screen had... my, my little niece she looks at like anything and she'll go up to the tv and be like why isn't this tv working i'm touching the screen and nothing's moving I mean, <laughs> i'm in my 40s and i do that 
<laughs> we can't we can't mock them. I, I do touch a, a TV thinking. Oh yeah, that's right. This isn't my phone. That has happened with my laptop. Of uh, I'm not gonna admit this, but that's probably happened about half a dozen times with my laptop. I just tap. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've been trained. I've been trained to touch the screen. Um. Yeah. So, so so the kids they they destroyed the the Chromebooks and they burnt the place down. It was it was it wasn't the kids. No. Oh. And it's it's just. When you buy 10,000 chargers after market, there's a chance there's going to be a lot in that that bundle of crap that you're getting that aren't going to work. And so many districts had to do that. So that's part of the problem. But the thing is, when I came back to bring these Chromebooks, I was like, I told the person, like, I think in that second grade class they had some of the touch screens you need from the preschools i don't know how they got in there right well but i went into the room because no one in the room to check and uh and sorry i had a thing in my hair oh am i oh, cutting no out problem. oh not now you're good got it. <laughs> i read Jen's, uh comments <laughs> but i can't see <laughs> I, I totally got I just but, got it it was hard to do but yeah I went in the room no one was in there but neither were those touch screens so I was like yeah what happened to those Chromebooks and she's like oh those kids they're at home isolating because there is a COVID oh, outbreak no. in the classroom good golly <laughs> so nice I'm, there, I'm like oh <laughs> you're exposed I couldn't remember the days so I was like trying to figure out all right, when was I in this room? Yes, <laughs> that's the thing. And, uh, hey, Studio 88 Chase. Hey, that's hard to say. He subscribed. Thank you for subscribing. Oh, he subscribed? Okay, I got to turn that off. Yes. Uh, I need to t- Thank you for the subscription. I appreciate that, Studio 8H. Uh, thank you, Will, for informing me of the subscription. <laughs> I need to, I'm yeah. this is the year. This is the year where I do it all. It's all going to happen. I'm going to, it's going to, it's going to be all level up, but uh, yes, thank you for the subscription. It helps keep that light on. Thank you for helping keep the light on. So Will, you got exposed to COVID-19. How many? Uh, uh, so uh, our rules are, if you're not within six feet of a person for more than, 15 minutes. Yes. Then by you're law, not ex- you're okay. The, okay. You're, you're, you're good. Um, Cause the law, those are the, rules for- <laughs> the law is very yeah. strict about what COVID can do. <laughs> not do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, but I just got to get to the sub. Awesome. Thank you. Studio 8H. Studio 8H. 8H. Gifting the subs tonight. Bring in the new year cheer. This is amazing. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. All right. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Keeping the lights on here at Full Throttle AFT. Um, so, Will, now, are you okay? Like, what is your health situation? Are you, did you get tested? So, so, all right. So, by all in all the rules and regulations i wouldn't have to but right here's the thing the thing to consider for anyone in this situation those were rules for covid 1.0 whoa so now they changed the rules omicron. around on omicron said no they haven't they, they haven't changed the rules for omicrons no they haven't even though we know that omicron yeah. is way more contagious and way worse oh yes i see what you're saying they were like lessen the rules like my experts tell me it's a pyramid you know that's that's what it reminds me (laughs) that's what it reminds me of (laughs) that moment in uh oh good golly the scientists alien versus predator you you know what i'm talking about is the when when bishop wayland wayland bishop yes yeah. Did you like those movies? You know, I don't. All right. First, I'll tell you, honestly, I didn't even know what movie that was from 
because yeah. I don't. Rem- I watched those movies and completely forgot what happened in them after I saw them. But Me I, too. I recognize his voice. I will yeah, always yeah. recognize his voice. And He's so got I was a great like, voice. Oh yeah, that's gotta be Alien versus Predator because where else has he been around a pyramid? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Which is... they're, they're kind of goofy. I just want to remind everybody in the audience that this is one of my favorite dumbest moments ever in a movie where I was watching Alien vs. Predator. I went begrudgingly and I remember I was like texting because I I was the only person in the theater at the time. So I was texting during the movie because I looked around. (laughs) There was literally zero other people in this theater and I was texting my girlfriend at the time. I was I was like, this movie is so dumb. And I was like and she was like laughing because I was just sort of making fun of the movie. But it was with the. But it was with like those old flip phones, so I had to like type oh, everything boy. out. <laughs> and I wish I saved those texts. But that this oh, moment man. when they assemble a team of experts, you know, like every movie's got to assemble a team of uh, high high functioning, high quality, high degree experts that can they're the only ones in the world who know what to do. I'm the best one who knows about geology. I know about astronomy, you know. And they get them all in the room together, right? And there's this hologram, there's a projection image on the screen of a pyramid, right? It's a shape. A shape a pyramid is a shape. <laughs> so so it's literally a shape. And then this uh, Waylon Bishop, the, the billionaire guy who's assembled the team of experts, comes out and he's like, you know, he's funded this whole operation. And uh, he says to this room full of experts, <laughs> room full of like uh, highly trained people who are looking at a screen of a picture of a pyramid. He says, this, My experts tell me it's a pyramid. I just thought it was the greatest dumb moment ever in a movie. <laughs> My it's experts like tell me I haven't graduated second grade. This is, my experts tell me that this is a circle. <laughs> okay, of note, Lance Harrington has Twitter. He does have and Twitter. It looks, to, it looks to me that he also has a podcast, according to the post he made an hour ago. 81-year-old Lance Harrington plugged into the 21st century. Everybody you know has a podcast. Uh, yes, everybody does have a pod. Everybody and their brother's mother has a podcast, Even for sure. Even some guy named Ron. Yes, I, I'm Uncle Ron has a podcast. If you guys don't know I'm Uncle Ron's podcast, feel free to follow him on Spotify and here on Twitch. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we here at Aristotle Full Throttle are excited to announce... Uh, I, I, I just built up something for nothing. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> We're excited to announce announcements. <laughs> yes, we're excited to announce that there will be an announcement currently. TMA um, impact in the house. <laughs> that was an inception announcement. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing uh, Scream trivia on Thursday. I'm excited. It's going to be my birthday. It's going to be my birthday all day on Thursday. And uh, t- tomorrow, uh, I'm excited to say that I'm going to be in the desert again. In a car commercial. Don't tell nobody. You'll see it on the yeah. TV. But I'll get I'll be more in my element because I get to play bass also. <laughs> so this is gonna be Well they got you because you're a bass player. They're like, we need a bass player, preferably with I an know. afro. Do we we know it, anyone? Is 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 the Mars Volta still around? <laughs> it's a stretch. I was like, you know, if I don't get this gig where I play bass, <laughs> like that's gonna be a blow to my sense of self. <laughs> um because I'm like, <laughs> they need a rock and roll bass player. And here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. I saw on the email because they, they're sending emails back and forth. So I got to like keep an eye on my email. But like it was, <laughs> this is for the Black History Month campaign. And I'm so thankful that Cindy Lauper, uh, I don't know. I hope she's not uh, on it. <laughs> I, hope she's, I hope she's not on this commercial because I'd get fired. Uh, that would be the road. For the black. That'd be a little weird. <laughs> It would be. Cindy Lauper's like, mm, you're too white. <laughs> she sent me home. That would be hilarious. Damn. Oh, man. That, that's the she worst. She seems to be such a good sport. She seems I to be. Roddy Piper might have broke her skull or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, she fell on her head for sure. I'm talking about. Oh. oh, she actually Listen. literally did in what I'm referring to, but that's another story. I used my favorite movie 
as a kid, and you can verify this with any one of my family, family members. I'm not even kidding. And Ron, or you both might guess this movie because we're it talking the last about Starfighter. Well, that the was Goonies. a good movie too. Nope, but you know what? Like, uh, if <laughs> she did show her true colors. Vibes. Time after time, she does it. Well, it was vibes, correct? Correct, Amundo. I'm like that killer theme song. Yes, uh, I got a hole in my heart that goes all the way to China. Yeah, I feel it up. I'll race the Chinese people. Wow, you know, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I so, don't care. But. Ron, this was this is serious. They gave I us Rona. Loved... Well, they they didn't. Bats did. The and bats are one quarter of. Out of a ditch. Bats are one quarter. Stan, Stan of Marsh all had mammals. Sex with a bat, and that's how we got the coronavirus. Uh, bats are one quarter of all mammals. Bats. So you know it's bound to happen, eventually, and they can also house lots of viruses that don't affect them, but can cross over to. Uh, so kind of you know how they man. say you know a, a, they say a bat was the cause of coronavirus. So I don't yeah. see why people like the the alt right were beating up Asian people because of it. They should have been going after Batman. They should have. Batman is their leader. You know I loved vibes. <laughs> vibes was one of my favorite movies of all time as a kid. I could watch it over and over again, particularly because of Cindy Lauper. And Jeff Goldblum and Peter Falk, all in one movie. It's, it's like Peter Falk, Columbo, Columbo. Peter Falk is in that movie, and he's so good. It's so good. Well, he's good no matter what he's doing. It was Grandpa from the uh, Princess Bride. Yes. Uh, Yes, and also Columbo, and I would watch that movie over and over and over again. I had it on VHS. I would watch that movie. I loved it. I thought Jeff Goldblum was hilarious. I thought everybody... It was like... There was a magical synergy between those three cast members, between Cindy Lauper, yes. Jeff Goldblum, and Peter Falk. It was just like one of those magical chemistries that you see on screen. And ever since this, ever since four years ago or five years ago, when she said, you're a white guy, and then fired me for being a white guy, which is... Just a wait, wait, weird. Wait, 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 I'm sorry. What? Oh, Ron, I you don't Ron know the story. Know the story, apparently. Ron, let me walk you through this situation that I had. Walk on me a co- down memory, memory lane with Cindy Lopper's idiocy. Let's go down. I wish I had like theme music. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah. Let's walk uh, down memory uh, lane. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, like, I was working on a commercial, right? As similarly, they uh, was going to play a bass player in a band. On Monday, they're like, hey, are you available Friday to work? I was like, yeah. Said, on Tuesday, they said, okay, listen. They want you as the bass player for Cindy Lauper's band in a commercial. And I said, cool. Book it, Dano. And then they said, cool. Okay, just bring your bass on Friday because you're going to be in Cindy Lauper's band. And then on Wednesday, they said, listen, Friday, bring your bass. You're in Cindy Lauper's band. You're going to be in this commercial. It's going to be a big deal. <laughs> cool. I get there on Friday. I meet Cindy Lauper at lunch. She she was she kind of had a I don't know. She just seemed like a, a little bit of a diva, but I was like, that's cool. She's Cindy Lauper. Uh, she was also walking around the stage and like uh, kind of yelling at everybody and saying like the R word. You guys know which what word I'm talking about. She would say that yes. this this looks R word. Like the way you have this set up, on... impaired. and I Correct. can hear her saying it in my head with that accent. So she was going yeah. this. The way you set this stage up, it looks R-word. It looks it looks so R-word. And I was like, okay, now Cindy Lauper say the R-word. Okay, that's uh, not cool. <laughs> and um, that's a that's a new yeah. thread of faux pas on her part. Yes, I I, I, I forgot to. I didn't mention that before, but that was like a little, little, uh, like a little, a little palate. <laughs> it's a little teaser, it's a little appetizer <laughs> for what happened next. So, uh, so I'm the bass player in Cindy Lauper's band. I'm sitting there, and there's like five of us. There's three women, um, and there's an older white guy, and then there's me, and we're in the band. And then there's this other guy named Shakespeare, and he's like a dark complexion man, and he's got dreadlocks, and he's like, hey. 
he's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm not supposed to be here. I was here this morning, but Cindy Lauper like told me to stay ar- stay around to the afternoon to be in the band. And I was like, huh? He's like, but you're the bass player, right? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, okay, uh, this that's weird. <laughs> so there's five of us in the band. So then she's like, where's my bass player? And I run up on stage. I'm like, hey, here I am. And she's like, are these your basses? And I'm like, well, they're not my basses. Those are props, but I'm your bass player. And she's like, no, where's the other guy? And I'm like, what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean the other guy? She's like, no, the other guy. Because, you know, I want diverse. I want diverse. And, you know, you're, you're a white guy. And I was like, stunned. <laughs> I'm like, I said, uh, Cindy, I'm not white. Because <laughs> I don't know what to say in that. And you're like, completely yeah. like, nonplussed. You're like, what is, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I, I, I'm not yeah white and then she's like yeah you're a white guy yeah you're a white guy no i don't want i don't want you i want the other guy next time sorry (laughs) and she fired me on the spot from the commercial which would have been you know a couple uh could have been ten twenty thousand (laughs) dollars in my pocket so she's told me that i was fired for being white and then so here's here's like little epilogue First of all, I'm not white. Second of all, I sit down with the band and the band goes, did she just say what I think she said? And I was like, I think she did. I think she did. And then I just, I got up and I walked out because <laughs> I was fired from the commercial. I was like, and then I was like, really just like swirling in my head, like what the hell just happened? And then people were like, when they were, uh, I passed some people, they were like, oh my God, that was, that was weird. And I was like, yeah, tell me about it. I've never been accused of being a white guy before. And then, uh, so, so what I did, like I followed up, I called SAG and I was like, Hey, question for you, SAG. (laughs) If you get fired from a commercial and the reason is they don't want you in the commercial because you're a white guy, (laughs) like, is that cool? And they're like, no, no, that's, that's racism. And I said, okay. And then they tried, they went and looked into it for me. And, uh, turns out nobody remembered it. (laughs) Oh, So they asked the crew. They said, "Did this happen?" I didn't hear nothing. (laughs) Nobody remembered it, even though we were standing on a stage in front of the entire crew while she said this to me. (laughs) So I will beat this drum forever and ever, particularly because fast forward to two years ago, a couple years later, I run into Shakespeare, the gentleman with the darker complexion who ended up being the bass player in the commercial. No, no hard feelings for him. He was. Chosen. I want diversity. Uh, he, I want diverse. <laughs> He's he comes up to me on the Ford commercial, guys. The Ford commercial where I'm in the desert looking at the people dancing around in the desert. Shakespeare's in the background. He comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, man, I remember you from that Cindy Lauper commercial where she fired you for being too white." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "I was just telling her about that." And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, well, it looks like you're doing all right now. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right now. But uh, but that was magically nobody white. remembered. Yeah, magically nobody remembered. However, everyone remembered. <laughs> I'm going to upload this it as a podcast. A I'm going to write, title this is Cindy Lauper Sucks, and here's why. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that you should gonna put be out a, new merch that says Aristotle Full Throttle. This Aristotle Full Throttle, still not white. Still not. <laughs> but all right. Not white, but all right. <laughs> now I feel bad being white. And all right. Don't never feel Maybe bad for being yourself. Respond. To be fair though, to be fair though, I, I feel I feel bad for I feel bad about it all the time anyway. Yeah, you should never feel bad about uh who you I are. Mean, you know what? You say that now, but let women tell the truth about the different things they experience that they don't bother to tell us because they know there's nothing we can do about it and we'll all feel like like crap yeah. for being men and we should well you know that would, involve, that would involve single women talking to me <laughs> well, I got you covered I have sisters oh yeah you see that? Know, I, have a, I have a brother that's it well, well he's saying uh, wait hold on a second were you trying to set him up with one of your sisters Will <laughs> Or we just no. say, "Oh, <laughs> you talk I to single women." Let them provide the guilt. I mean, oh, yeah, I could, fair enough. They could do worse. Um, you know, uh, 
Amen is as well. It's all about advocating for the people that in those situations. It's not about feeling bad about yourself. It's about advocating for those who are in those right, situations yeah. and recognizing it's it. It's a catalyst. Also, yeah. <clears throat> but, um, you know, that's uh, that's life, you know? <laughs> not, not, that, not that it should be. I'm saying that... What am I saying? I'm, I don't know. I think I'm still reeling about We're the, the, the Cindy Lauper thing. I'm in the weeds because I'm reeling about... Um, Cindy Lauper. No, life. Well, could be on your well, you card, so two Aristotle still not white. Still not white. But because uh, yeah, in this retelling, we got the developmentally impaired slur added to the story. So I hadn't heard that. I've heard you tell the story at least three, if not four times. So yeah, that was like a new revelation. And then on top of that. Yeah, you, you, you revealed that yeah. Vibes was your favorite movie as a child, so the depth of this betrayal <laughs> yes. grows even more significant. I didn't know it, that either. I, it really you're the does. the person in my life who's ever said that they liked that movie as a kid that much. I love it. I love it. Ange is here, and no one said Zack Snyder three times. I will say hello to Ange. And I didn't mean to say that's life. I meant to say, like, we should improve on that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, babe. I like that Ange adds the the very southern, the very New Orleans babe at the end. <laughs> it's a very trademark southern slang. Um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, Cindy Lauper is not. I'm not a fan anymore. I cannot listen to her music. I when it's people got sit there. Psoriasis, Aristotle. That's the commercial. <laughs> that's is the commercial. it really? Yes, it is. Cosentix wow. or something. Um, you know, it's really crazy because uh, you should have said, "I don't want to be in a commercial with somebody with a skin disorder." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get out of here, Cindy Lauper. Uh... I was very disappointed in Cindy Lauper that day. Also, it sent me like reeling, like, "What did I just get fired for?" Because of a weird racist sort of, like, double, <laughs> double down, ocentics, cosentics. I think it's called. Um, yeah. So she's, uh, you know, people go like this to me. They say, "Why did you ruin Cindy Lauper for me?" And I said, "I didn't. <laughs> I didn't ruin Cindy Lauper for you." Cindy Lauper for you. 100%. I'm like, she ruined herself for me right then and there. I just was like, no. Like, I, in that moment, I was like, no, Cindy Lauper, you suck. Oh, no. <laughs> like, that's how I felt, you know? We all of a certain age grew up with Cindy Lauper and all that stuff. And uh, But today I wanted to talk about Bob Saget. <laughs> Before we get to Bob Saget real quick, I never liked uh, Cindy Lauper because I was always a Rowdy Roddy Piper fan. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. And you had, uh, but what about Captain Lou Albano? Nah, I didn't like, I, I always thought his weird face piercings, like he was trying to be a millennial before millennials were a thing. Yeah, Those were he had like, they were like rubber bands taped to his face, right, or something? That's how I remember them. He just, he tightened up around his skin, so it was rubber bands that were tightened up around his actual skin, so they hung off his skin. That's just a weird And then he became look. Mario. <laughs> yeah, me. of all things, yeah. He became Mario. Well, I'm, yeah, uh, there was a, a syndicated TV show, Super Mario Brothers, and he played Mario on the syndicated show. Predates the movie. <laughs> wow. Rest, uh, rest of peace, Captain It was like Captain Mr. Lou Rogers. Interesting. It was oh, yeah. Of the highest budget. <laughs> that kind of reminds me. I kind of remember that a little bit. Well, let me just say something. Uh, now we shall transition over to, listen, Bob Saget. In the last 15 minutes of the show, Mr. Bob Saget. Right, uh, yeah. this, The title of the show is Cindy Lauper Sucks, Rest in Peace, Bob Saget. Um, <clears throat> here, here's the thing. It will Mr. never Bob be Saget. Rest in Peace, Cindy Lauper. <laughs> it will never be. There will never Man, be. I'm still ambivalent, but I'll... About I'll Bob Saget? To, to, we'll have... Off, off, no, 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 Cindy. Bob. Oh, oh Cindy. Um, say your thing, I'm but ambivalent. I would say this. I, I'm worried... Well, I'm not worried, but, like, we still don't know what happened. And that, like, yeah. this gives me, like, the same apprehension and dread that I have with Chris Cornell and there have been so many other people 
Whereas yes. it's like, ah. Uh... Yeah, but he yeah, seems you know... so happy, though. Like, just days before. like Because he's like, oh, I love being back out on stage. I didn't realize I did two hours. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, We're yeah. talking about a comedian. Yeah, comedians are not all, not all comedians are broken. Well, let, let's no, I'm not just, saying let's... they are, but it's just like the scenario just really bothers me. Like, I'm... instead of focusing on his death, let's focus yeah, on his sorry. life. <laughs> no, it's okay. Right. I think that so my first exposure to Bob Saget, much like most of America, was probably uh, Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos, yeah. which is basically YouTube before YouTube. Basically, cat memes before cat memes. And this crotch is why shots. crotch shots and trees falling on houses and people people falling off their bike. <laughs> people just wiping out all day. And there was, uh, it's just funny because it was just such innocent fun to see those damn videos each week. Um, but now we got YouTube and we can just keep sharing those kinds of cat videos all day. But, uh, you know, you know I always don't have his quips. We don't have his quips. Exactly. Not the same he was the with, master uh, Carlton. His yeah. his dad jokes. Um, yeah, between he, he clips. had good jokes too. He had the balance. He had the the like, oh my god, and then he had the <laughs> hilarious. Like he would, like you could almost tell when he was improving because that yeah. that stuff. I'm gonna edit myself. Was hilarious. He would he would just yeah come off the cuff with some stuff sometimes and you just be like, all right, that was funnier than the video. See, for me, it was, it was, uh, it, I didn't see Full House. I saw America's Funniest Home Videos and I never really saw Full House because I was like never really into that kind of thing. I knew it existed. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. But the yeah. first thing, like, the real big first thing for me was Dirty Work. Dirty Work, that's a good one. So we'll get, we'll get to Dirty Work, but yeah. I want to talk, I want to talk definitely about the earlier parts of his career. And Ange says it was his stand-up first for her and then Full House. And now, oh, guys. she's watched him when he was filthy. Yes, which is hilarious, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. He was the most dirty comic ever. And people don't even know, like, that the aspect of it. Because he was America's dad. And he was the guy, the goofy guy from America's Funniest Home Videos. But he had the raunchiest possible. Like, he was known for being, like, the dirtiest comedian. And it was because of his image that made it so funny. Because he was so, like, this geeky dad type saying the most uh, absurdly raunchy things. I don't know. And I remember even as a kid, I was like, I did not know this aspect of Bob Saget, but... I can appreciate the juxtaposition. Of you can't him. even repeat any of his stand-up jokes. Nope. <laughs> Which is I do remember. I, I, I think remember. I saw. He made it in I art. I saw an interview where he where he somebody asked him why he says "I'm coming home, honey" at the end of America's Funniest Home Videos, and his response was, "Oh, that's just to tell my wife to get the other guy out of the house." <laughs> that's a good dad joke. That's a good dad joke. It's a um, dirty dad joke. It is a dirty dad joke. He was a dirty dad joker. And uh, here's the thing. He did, of course, he did the great uh, movie with the late, great Norm MacDonald. Who would have thought that Artie Lang would outlive Norm and Bob Saget? I just said that to somebody. (laughs) That is crazy that he is still alive, but Bob Saget and Norm MacDonald are dead. Oh, it's crazy. Artie Lang and Norm MacDonald are in a movie called Dirty Work, directed by Bob Saget. Did did Bob Saget direct uh, the other one to the... um, the uh, uh, what's the Dave Chappelle half baked? Yes. He, let me look. He might have, but I do love his cameo. I can't even mention it in in here. But his yeah, yeah, yes. Is well, blue would be how he worked. Maybe not harsh, but blue. It was just very, just very raunchy, and it was no, it wasn't him, Bob Saget. Tamara Davis. Tamara uh, Davis. Okay. Half baked. But Bob Saget is, he does have a very funny cameo wow. in that movie. Half, Half Bake was directed by a white woman? Why not? There's a meme <laughs> about it's just like, like that. I'm shocked by it. It's like, yeah, wasn't it serious. written by Louis C.K.? Um, I think it, it might have been. been, which makes it even weirder because then you got to worry about, you know, uh, whether how she got her yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because no, of Louis C.K.'s predatory Brennan. behavior? Okay, um, that sounds better. Who said... What did he write? Maybe Hootie he Tang. wrote... Hootie Tang. Hootie there Tang. We go. 
I was working on a movie, the second movie I ever worked on, third movie I ever worked on in Brooklyn, and uh, like about ten of the crew members left halfway through the movie to go work on Pootie Tang. Uh, <laughs> it was like they're like Chris Rock shooting a movie called Pootie Tang. We're leaving. We're gonna go work on that. And I was like, uh, okay, goodbye. But because everybody was like Pootie Tang, Pootie Tang. Um, but Sarate, I'm a uh, sign yo kind of no running kind or whatever you said. But uh, yeah, Bob Saget. On the <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm a your pity so, on the runny kind. No, here's my. <laughs> That's the quote. I didn't. And you have no I idea what we're talking about. Said this too. He he mentioned that he wasn't familiar with his 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 true stand-up routine until after Full Hot and America's yeah. Home Video had come and gone. And that was the same case with me. For, I thought nice. it was like a career renaissance for him, and I thought he just kind of took up attack, kind of how Bill Nye has done that in the recent years, or around that same time, Bobcat Goldblatt dropped his crazy act and just went for like cerebral um, right. comedy. Like I thought it was a thing like that, and so I had never seen any of his old old comedy. So like for me, mm. like for Anne to say that she saw his stand up first, I'm I'm like, so did you watch the? The Renaissance stand up and then go back and watch Full House, or are you saying you saw the old old stuff? Because like I think she said you're not old enough to have seen the old sh- old stuff. I think she's seen. She said it was a shock for her as a five year old. Which uh, yeah, okay. I remember being very young Maybe watching Bob. Bob Saget going, "This is funny. I shouldn't be watching this. I'm too young." <laughs> Where were you guys watching this? Where were you guys finding like this this vintage eighties Bob Saget stand up? Yeah, and and then we cannot forget. Uh, it was brought. I remember it was on like an HBO special or something like that. Probably like a half hour, mm. um, half hour special. The one he worked for Rodney a lot too. Oh, did Dangerfield? he? Yeah, like on, uh, like I think he did. Uh, I think he played Dangerfields a lot. That's cool. Um, I mean, he's just a, he was a working comic, and uh, Ange says throwing how I met your mother into the conversation. Yeah, that's. I did watch a few, se- several seasons of How I Met Your Mother, and uh, it was always, you know, he was the voice of the older version of the guy, and he was got that dad voice. Oh, see, I didn't know that. It's funny yeah. you mentioned that, but um, and I'm I'm sorry for the uh, out of the blue plug, but uh, this Thursday on the Ron Perti Show, I am talking about how I saw the first four episodes of How I Met Your Father because Hulu sent me a screener. Oh, cool! Oh, so you got like a I little inside scoop. I, yeah, it was. Um, I mean, how do I put this? Kim Cattrall's in it. Ron's like trying not to spoil anything. <laughs> he's trying. He's well, trying no, very. I'm difficult. not spoiling yeah. it. I'm just trying no, to like. No. I can't even say what I thought of it until right. Thursday. The embargo. Uh, there's an embargo. Yeah. There's an embargo, so, so I'm kind of like. Uh, that's cool. Well, and you I gotta... kept it very. I already have it recorded. I'm just. I kept it very brief. Um. Um. The the like I said though the highlight Kim Cattrall, tight sweater. <laughs> so yeah, I remember, though, I remember Kim Cattrall from 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 Mannequin. Yes, I do too. Here. Mannequin was filmed at Woolworths. Meshach Taylor, Meshach oh, Taylor, Mannequin. Uh, uh, also, uh, what's his name? Jonathan. Can we name Ma- anyone else? Uh, yeah, it was like uh, Andrew McCarthy. McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah, Andrew McCarthy. But uh, yeah, that's, that's the song that ends with starships. If we can build this thing together, down together, nothing's gonna yeah, stop us now. Uh, so Studio 8H mentions that Greg Benson will have Saget stories later tonight, so we should raid Greg Benson, if I do remember in about seven minutes. But Greg Benson, a friend of mine, um, yeah, I'm sure he, Greg Benson knows everybody in the whole entertainment business because you know why? Greg Benson is the best in the biz. So he knows everybody, and I'm sure he's got some fantastical Bob Saget stories. Because he's every time I see Greg, every time I hang out with Greg, he just tells me he'll he'll get me. He's a raconteur. He'll hit me in the side with with some with some crazy yeah, stories, yeah, probably stories that he probably can't not tell on his show, which which is uh, always funny. Uh, there's a little bit of Bob Saget in uh, Greg Benson. You know, I'll have you know. Uh, but yeah, very, 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 very. But that funny. was a weird thing in a in a steam room. So, <laughs> right, exactly. And that's that something was, that was one time. Probably would have said. Yeah, that was one time. We can't uh, curse, but boy, boy, can we go? There. 
<laughs> you know, in, in, innuendo. Right. Uh, in one ear out, innuendo. Innuendo. Yeah, in you, in your endo. So Ange says, yeah, my youngest uncle is 13 years older than me. So, uh, well, let me go back here. I'm old enough to remember the uncle. Yeah, so you had HBO and you watched, you were like kind of stumbling into the room, I imagine, as uh, as their, your older uncle was probably watching some uh, R-rated. I don't even know why things are rated the way they are, actually. I, I don't even understand how ratings work. Uh, you have to ask Jack. For See, I don't even really think they rated the the comedy because that was before they had the TV rating. So when eight that was comedy, it wasn't a movie. So yeah, it, it was for mature rated. audiences, probably. Whatever. I can't even say what I think of Jack Valenti. Well, needless to say, I think all censorship is garbage. <laughs> I do too. I think that uh, I think nope. I think people need to just deal with the consequences that they have afterwards. That's all. I agree. I I think there are people who are reckless about it, but if people are too young to be listening to something, then their parents should be regulating what their kids, what they think their kids. Well, should I mean, be to be to. fair, my dad fell asleep, and I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was seven. Well, I, me and my I friend turned out just fine. Me and my friend Wesley's father, when we were in, I don't know, maybe fourth grade or something, we were having a sleepover and it was like three in the morning, right? Three or four in the morning and you're like, what's on cable? Let's find out what's on cable. And then we saw the Necronomicon and we were like, oh, oh. this, what is that? And it's scared. And then we just were completely enraptured, like completely engulfed in this, in evil, the Evil Dead 2, which was... Uh, to date, probably the bloodiest, goriest movie ever made, because that's what it was. No, that's what Sam Raimi was known for back in the oh, day. Oh, there's so been he, worse. Uh, there have been worse, I'm sure, but but as far as the the goriness and the just the artistic direction that Sam Raimi has, which is beautifully carried over in the Spider-Man movies, by the way, so much of his his eye is you could see through his lens in those Spider-Man movies. What I can't wait. Speaking of Sam Raimi, in the Multiverse of Madness is probably going to be a night. It's like the, what they they say it's the first McMarvel horror film, and Ooh. you know what we're going to get? We're going to get a Bruce get. cameo. Oh, we have to get a oh, Bruce guaranteed. cameo, and you know what else is we're going to see? His car. His 1979. Yep, the classic. <laughs> it's gonna be in there because it's in every one of his movies, um, it's, and it's even in the Quick and the Dead. He he's he. I found has, out how they did that. He holds strong <laughs> with his tropes. He he wants Bruce Campbell in there, and he wants that car in there, and it will always be. Um, so we we stayed up, and yeah, that was like a movie that terrified us as much as we laughed hysterically. It was the. It was the greatest, one of the best movie experiences I've ever had because the way that Sam Raimi, now we're talking about Sam Raimi, but the way that he made us laugh and also terrified at the same time. It was just so funny, so great. Um, I've never really seen a horror movie that, that could do that as well as that one particular movie. Um, can anybody name, maybe we'll talk about that on this. In, in, horror comedies I, I mean there's Shaun of the Dead Shaun of the Dead I, I liked it it was dry though. that is a great one <laughs> it's, it's dry yeah. it's funny even George it's Romero loved that one he had uh, he flew Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg over to be have cameos in Land of the Dead ooh that's that's a good the, the Coronado the Coron is it the trilogy I forget Cornetto Cornetto <clears throat> go on the show well, if you want anything Cornetto those those UK folks. Uh, well, I'm, I'm winding down, guys, because I don't have COVID anymore, and hey. I feel fine. I feel 100. percent Awesome. Which I and don't. And you got really work. Have. No I COVID, feel, yeah. but you got work. And all the old uncles, Ange, like you know, Uncle Ron. Uncle, I'm Uncle Ron. Follow Uncle Ron, and, and is this Will? Do you have anything you'd like to uh, to tell us about that you did? Did you that? That you do, you do, you oh, could, you do, you could do anything. Yeah, why not? It's the end of the uh, show. I, it's hard to say that without cussing because I ain't got ish. <laughs> I mean, I will I say this: uh, sugar, honey, iced tea. There is something. 
if anybody wants to do something worthwhile, there are some people, or at least one person in particular that I know that just lost their brother uh, to COVID, mm. and they are oh, doing no. a GoFundMe. So if you want okay. information about that, I'll post the link in Discord. So. Well, now my yeah. mine's gonna sound even is gonna sound like garbage. But if you go to the show and tell portion of the Discord, and you follow the show on Spotify, and send me a uh, screenshot that you did, I'll uh, I'll pick one uh, for next week's episode, and I'll shout you out on the well, 250th episode with William Goldsmith from Sunny Day Real Estate. Well, isn't that? Kind I of have you? to that tell is... you my William Goldsmith story. Too, too, too. Well, you. You're gonna have to hold so that hard. story. <laughs> to... Oh no, I know. I... I'm gonna tell oh. Ron. It's for Ron. Oh yeah. Well, I so would love to hear Ron. both. I'm looking forward to hearing that uh, interview. And also, Studio ADH, thank you for the gift subs and subbing to the channel. That's awesome of you. And uh, Studio ADH said they were listening to Prince and Eddie Murphy albums when they were like ten. And you blame your cousins, which is oh, darling Nikki. Darling Nikki, darling that's Nikki. a good one. Oh, it never really offended me. I never really thought it was that offensive. Uh, also, I first heard it when I was seven. Fair enough, but I actually went when to see. When I was see... ten years old, I heard my I heard my favorite comedy album, and I can't say the name of it out loud. It's uh, Richard Pryor, then. Yeah. So, <laughs> so... <laughs> I love how uh, I say that, and everyone knows exactly what album it is. Oh, that that guy's crazy. Yep. Yeah. That... Sure. Well, so I actually went and saw Purple Rain two times when I was a baby child in the movie theater because it was my mom's favorite movie, apparently. So she and that movie is not rated PG, as Jack Villani. Uh, oh no, there's <clears> some heavy petting going on in that movie. There sure is. Studio ADH says just followed you on Twitch, Ron. So there you go. It's working. You gotta. Um, I'm taking way earlier than Darling Nikki. I'm talking. Uh, sounds like. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> well, well, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, like, oh, that's not moderated. <laughs> not moderated. It's fine. It's um. It's an... overheat it. So, hi. I'll, 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 I'll type something, something in the chat so that goes away on the screen. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you guys so much for joining us here at the Arizona Full Throttle Show. Yo, here, let, we're going to have the little outro. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm Uncle Ron. Thank you, uh, Is This Will. Thank you. Where's my song? Where's the song? Oh, no. Oh, no. God, I'm going I'm to fire whoever my uh, engineer is. Let's Were they see. white? <laughs> They're too white. They're, it's a white guy. Uh, this will be, uh, I will upload this as a podcast on Spotify. You can follow the Aristotle Full Throttle show on Spotify. It's actually a podcast. I get a lot of spins on, on Spotify. I, I just kind of did it as like a, you know, on a whim. Because there's a, I use like Anchor logo or Anchor or something. And it just pops it onto Spotify. And, I and love Apple Anchor. Music. Isn't it great? It's super easy. Super great. I think I might even record an ad for it because they'll pay you like money. I have, <laughs> you know uh, what? I have an ad I sh- for that and for Audible now. That's amazing. That is. I can't uh, wait to get one for better right. health and mattress firm or whatever firm. You know. Oh, you everybody, guys got to get a. Everybody, go over to I'm Uncle the... Ron's channel and listen to his ads and get him paid. Uh, you can also watch, listen to the show on Spotify and subscribe and do all of the things because I do appreciate your patronage, as they say. Is that is that patronizing? If I say that, uh, uh, Patreon. It's, it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, you're also gonna off the air. You're gonna have to tell me how to check uh, your numbers on Spotify. It's on uh, Anchor, right? Yeah, it's just check it on Anchor. There's a panel on Anchor. If you click on Anchor and you go to the dashboard here, I'm gonna do it right now. I'll tell you about it. So, yes, thank you for patronizing me, everybody. I really enjoy being patronized. Please patronize me at Patreon.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can see the plays on the dashboard, and you can okay. see the individual. Um, place so i'm going to uh post the i got covid spotify uh, podcast that i did yesterday tomorrow after i shoot this commercial that i just got booked for i got booked for a commercial i'm going to be working in the desert i'm excited i i'm going to drink plenty of fluids tonight so that i have the energy to rock the f out on my bass guitar as a bass player listen guys it's groundbreaking it's going to be a band in the desert you've never seen anything like it (laughs) I can't wait. I'm not 
I'm not making fun. It's art, ladies and gentlemen. These are artists. They're hired to do a job, and I am uh, excited to be working with them. And I am going to have the time of my life tomorrow because I need it. I feel like I've deserved it. I have had a rough couple months. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So tomorrow nice is going to be nice. Away. It's nice to get a win. I got this my, my new car over the weekend, and I'm going to go into the desert and help pay off that car. <laughs> so thank you guys for joining me. I am Aristotle Full Throttle. Your bro went to Fro. Yo, Fro-yo. Come over to my house for some Fro-yo. That's what you'll win eventually. Thank you guys, everybody. COVID test. And negative COVID test. Thank goodness. That's the only <laughs> test I wish I failed. <laughs> thank goodness I failed it uh, thank you guys so much for being here I really do appreciate it you all are phenomenal fantastic human beings stay that way don't go changing to try to please me 